Welcome to Small Business All Figured Out, a podcast collaboration to give you the right strategies, tips, and tools to achieve success in your small business. Small Business All Figured Out is co-hosted by Corinne Cole and Cheryl Cole. Welcome to a special episode of Small Business All Figured Out, hosted by myself, Corinne, and my co-host, Cheryl. Now, it's trying times for everyone right now with the coronavirus pandemic, and we're all figuring out how to handle the situation. Our thoughts are certainly with anyone who is affected by COVID-19 on a personal level, through family connections or business impacts. The outbreak of coronavirus poses a major threat to the health and well-being of the global community, and it is a significant challenge for small business right now. One thing is for certain, though, panicking isn't going to help anyone. And neither is being hyper-reactive in the way we handle things from a business standpoint either. So in the face of a pandemic health crisis and with the recent bushfire disasters throughout Australia, we felt that this was an appropriate time to talk about what businesses can do and need to do during and post a disaster. And most importantly, the measures that businesses can put into place to manage future disasters. Because unplanned events happen in business and the importance of having a plan in place that will allow you to return your business to some level of normal operations quickly cannot be understated. So a business continuity plan will help to restore your income, your employees' jobs and the goods and services you supply to your customers sooner and with greater efficiency. And we know from experience that many businesses don't actually have a continuity plan or if they do, it's not adequate and not having a solid continuity plan in place makes business recovery a lot more difficult. So Corinne, let's talk about what a business continuity plan is. Well, continuity planning, Cheryl, um, is a disaster recovery basically. It's about setting out a framework for how you, your staff and your business will react when faced with a crisis that potentially stops or interrupts your normal business operations. Right. So let's look look at and talk about what we have to do immediately yes. in a situation like this. So a workforce that knows how to work effectively and efficiently from home is going to be critical for small businesses in a situation like this. Yes, and and a few a few many businesses actually are well placed to be able to already implement such a strategy. That's right, because a lot of workplaces already have that option available yes. to their staff. They yep. offer that flexible working arrangement. However, there will be a number of businesses now that will really need to give strong consideration to that mode of um, operations. So a few immediate things you can do right now to prepare for a disruption include ensuring your files are on the cloud. Yes. It surprises me how many businesses still don't operate in the cloud, even if you're just using Google Drive. Mm. You know, this is basically Yeah, it can be as simple as that. Um, Make sure all employees have cloud-based file sharing and make sure you have backups in place. So you want to minimize the downtime by taking steps now to prepare for remote work and ensure that your data is secure. And data security is a big critical um, thing to consider as well. It really is. But um, if you're using a, a reputable product, yes, I think that's sort of inbuilt most products. A bit like Xero yes. accounting. It has that um, bank level encryption, if you like. Exactly. So, um, and another thing you need to do is 
protect your passwords and make sure passwords are accessible but securely accessible. Yes. So you want to make sure that there's some sort of chain of command to get information should someone fall ill. Yes. Or if you end up all having to um, remotely work. Mm-hmm that you're not stuck because of a password. Yes, nothing worse. Um, So there are some software services available that can securely store passwords where your employees don't actually have to know what they are, but you can at a high level give access and permission for them to use this software that fills in the passwords without actually having to tell staff what the passwords are. Which is actually something that we use in our business. We use that as well. Yeah, we use LastPass and there's a variety out there. So have a look into those if this is something that affects you. And have a customer or client service plan in place. So people are going to start having questions, particularly if you're in a business that is perhaps a supplier to other businesses absolutely, um, or a uh, business that supplies physical products as opposed to services. Um, Regardless, be sure you have a plan to answer any questions in a timely manner because you might be inundated in the upcoming weeks. As many businesses already have been. Already have been, yeah. Um, And be proactive. So don't wait to communicate with your team or your customers. Fear-mongering isn't going to help and we do need to take a pretty swift, decisive action to support our people. So a simple email, a call and some posting on social media should get the word out there about your plans and how you'll be managing uh, business in this in this crisis situation. Yeah, and, and because a lot of businesses won't necessarily know whether or not you're continuing to trade or if there's some restriction with you having to close your doors, um, you know, so it's always yeah. an idea to actually communicate what is actually happening and put it out there so that everyone's aware. Yes, even if it's business as usual for your particular business. Communicate it. That's right. Yeah. So, and manage the stress. So this is going to be possibly a terrible time for a lot of people. So do what you can to mitigate the stress. Ensure you know that you're doing the basic things. You're eating well, you're sleeping well, you're maintaining the health your health as best you can. And have productive conversations about what to do without instilling panic yes. and fear amongst everyone. Just be proactive and come up with productive solutions. Um, and have solution-driven conversations. Basically, yeah. And depending on the nature of your business also, there's probably going to be a lot of rescheduling. So communication and coordination um, in the wake of a crisis is is critical. Absolutely, absolutely. So get support to be sure your teams and your customers are communicated with timely, properly and with a plan. Yeah. Now let's talk about getting a remote work plan in place. And I think this is a big critical item. It is. So working remotely is a great option and it is possible for a lot of businesses actually, but it does take some organizing. It takes coordination, proactivity, and a bit of a support infrastructure to ensure team members are encouraged, they're equipped and empowered to engage in the work uh, from a, a new way, yes. you know, for some people, it's going to feel completely different working remotely. Yep. Um, particularly if your team isn't used to using tools that enable remote work. So there is an advantage to any business that already is implementing these kinds of programs and um, ways of doing business because everybody will be super familiar with what they've um, with what the tools are, and if they have to then just log in from home. 
nothing really essentially changes. No, no they um, just won't have the team members around them. So, for example, in our business, we use software such as Slack for internal communication and we use Zoom for video calls with clients. Yes. So if our team need to start working remotely, we're in a position to do that. And all of our files are accessible centrally on the cloud yes. and securely. And the software that we use in our business is actually all cloud-based. So Cheryl, we've talked about what businesses may need to consider doing with regards to their staff and teams, but what other business considerations should people be thinking about right now? Well, that's a good question. And I think there are a number of considerations that people should be thinking about given the situation that we're currently Mm. facing. The first is to really understand your supply chains and explore alternative supply chains. The reason I say that is because some businesses don't actually realise that There are components and parts of their supply chain that may be impacted by what's going on in certain regions around the world, such as China, which is the key example. So understand your supply chain so that you can preempt any further disruptions or shortages to your supply. And also knowing how your supply chain works is important irrespective of a crisis, really, because economic activity around the world is in constant flux. And it's sensible to know how this can impact your access to supplies, to your inputs, to freight and even labour. So always having a backup plan where possible is critical and will involve having alternative supply chains available to you. A deep understanding of this will help you plan and make quick decisions in the event of a crisis. So next, we really need to look at devising a contingency plan. So businesses need to do this. And we recommend that you have a plan in place to handle any disruptions to the supply of your products and services. It may be that you need to scale back production for some parts and stock. You might need to ration items or temporarily discontinue some product lines or services, depending on how your supply chains have been affected by this crisis. It might also be that your customer base is impacted by a disaster such as the coronavirus. So you'll need to consider ways to diversify your customer base, particularly where you rely on customers from regions most affected. Your contingency plan will include rethinking your marketing strategy and what you can do to change customer behavior until this crisis passes. Now, if you're not sure on what a marketing strategy is or what it involves, please have a listen to our episode 10, where we talk about marketing strategy versus marketing tactics. I think that will give you a little more clarity on that. And also, you know, some businesses who are very dependent on their customers coming in, in store, may feel the crippling effect of people not wanting to be out and about in society right now. That's right. So make it possible for customers to still buy from you without necessarily having to physically be present. Correct. So another thing that is important at this point is understanding your real-time financial data. And I cannot stress the importance of this enough, regardless of a crisis or otherwise. And that's not just because we're accountants, but In times of crisis, you need to ensure that you can access your up-to-date financial information. You need to be able to monitor your profitability, your stock levels, and your debtors and creditors balances in real time to, you know, to be able to ensure that you can sustain your business until this crisis passes. Now, that may be a number of months. That's right. And that segues nicely into the next point that I'd like to raise, and that is reviewing your cash flow forecast and budget. So if you're a small business owner, you'll have a cash flow forecast and a budget. 
We hope. We hope. Your cash flow forecast is something that you should be referring to at least monthly, if not weekly or daily. Now, before I go on, if you don't have a cash flow forecast or a budget, I implore you to get onto this immediately. If you're using cloud accounting software such as Zero Myable QuickBooks Online and your bookkeeping is accurate and up to date, all of this information that you need to be able to produce a cash flow forecast and a budget is right there and available to you. And it will give you the necessary insight into the immediate future. And in times of uncertainty such as now, you need to be able to review and adjust your cash flow forecasts to determine what effect reduced sales will have on your ability to pay suppliers, uh, to make repayments of debt and even pay wages. So if your ability to meet any of these payments and obligations is in jeopardy, then I think now is the time to start taking action and plan how you'll handle this situation. And you also need to be able to see how reduced sales will or may impact you in the next, you know, say four weeks, two months, three months, six months and so on, because we don't know how long this crisis will last. We really don't. And you want to ensure that you are prepared and that you know that you can continue to sustain your business until all of this passes. That's right. Or take the necessary actions to try and sustain the business for as long as possible. And I always recommend that businesses have savings to cover at least three months of overhead expenses. And as we said earlier, the extent of the coronavirus impact is unknown at this stage. So you really need to know for how long your business can survive during a downturn in revenue. That's right. And as you mentioned before, reducing overheads if possible. It is, you know, critical that you now review your profit and loss statement. Presumably it's hopefully up to date and giving you the accurate information that you need. Yes. Review the profit and loss and consider the expenses of your business and whether or not there's any opportunity to reduce costs or eliminate unnecessary expenditure at this point, even if it's just a temporary short-term measure. And I'm certain that you'll find expenses that are really just discretionary spending that you could cut out for now, particularly if your cash flow forecast has shown that things could get tough for your business in the upcoming weeks or months. So, you know, fixed costs such as wages, rent, utilities, your financing costs and your tax liabilities should not be affected by declining sales if your business has a three-month buffer of funds set aside. But however, these overhead expenses need to be reviewed early on and need to be properly managed in the face of a crisis like coronavirus. That's right, because this could well go on for three months, longer than three months. Much longer than. And although the immediate effect of coronavirus may not be impacting your local community as such, the flow-on effect from where it has impacted heavily may still flow on and impact your business and your ability to produce what you're doing or that's right so things might be back on track but it might be still another two months before your business is actually physically back on track so you lag believe yeah yeah absolutely so i think communication with the stakeholders of your business is another important point so stakeholders of your business include your customers suppliers investors staff lenders and even the ato Mm. so maintaining timely and honest communication with your customers suppliers and staff is really important right now Your customers will need to be made aware of any issues that will impact the production or delivery of your products and services. And we talked about this uh, just earlier. And they'll also need to know what 
contingency plans you have in place to handle any dis, uh, delays and disruptions. That's right. And speaking of customers, right now you should be reviewing your debtors. And if you think it's necessary or beneficial to your business, you could consider things such as offering a kind of incentive or discount for early payment. To ensure that you do collect. You want to get as much money in right now so you can really sort of assess where you're at and how much financial buffer that you have correct correct and also get a feel for customers that may not be able to pay you in light of this uh, crisis Mm. Um, you may find that you need to renegotiate payment terms with suppliers if possible and if your business has loans that you believe you're going to struggle to repay in the upcoming weeks or months now is the time to be talking to your bank or lender Mm. and there are there were uh, suggestions made out there that you might be able to seek extensions from your landlord if you're renting a commercial property for your business if you're unable to pay the rent on time um, as well as maybe considering entering into payment arrangements with the ATO for your business activity statements or outstanding tax debts, for example. Yes, and the ATO in the face of a crisis, they usually have something in place to support those businesses that are affected, That's businesses correct. and individuals. So I've got no doubt the ATO will be announcing exactly how they will help businesses amidst this crisis. Correct. So the other thing... Uh, would be to look at training staff as a backup measure. So there's going to be a greater risk of prolonged staff absences in light of this crisis. So it is important to ensure that your staff and your team are effectively cross-trained to manage the roles of an absent team member. So generally speaking, it's going to be too late to train staff once the crisis has already struck and people are down and out. So our recommendation here is to have already have in place standard operating procedures and staff's tasks clearly documented so that any team member can effectively come in and pick up where the absent team member has actually left off. And reviewing your business interruption insurance. This is a big one. This is really important. So if your business does have appropriate insurance in place, make sure that you understand how this insurance may or may not cover you in a disaster or crisis situation. Don't make any assumptions about how it will work, um, particularly in a pandemic such as coronavirus. Mm. Ideally, you'll understand this prior to a disaster. However, if you're unsure and you're relying on some insurance proceeds coming in just clarify how your policy is actually covering you at this time so that you're not making assumptions about your cash flow because the worst thing you could do is assume that your insurer will pay out only to find out that they're not going to because for example that part of your insurance is void in in light of a a pandemic that's right so make sure you understand that fine print and your insurance broker will be able to detail that for you And the other thing is to seek professional advice. So if you're worried about how your business is being or will be impacted by a potential downturn due to this health crisis, then seek the necessary professional advice. And whether that's speaking with your insurance broker, as you just mentioned, Corinne, um, to understand how your insurance will help you or contacting your accountant or your bookkeeper to review your numbers and understand your current cash flow position and perhaps do some forecasting just to see you through till we get past this this um, crisis. Yeah, and look, the true impact of what's happening to businesses in the face of uh, coronavirus will likely be felt for months to come, I think. So while your business may not be directly impacted, the flow-on effect will be felt at some point. It really will. I have no doubt. And these flow-on effects could be 
via your supply chain or your customer base as a result of reduced consumer confidence or worse yet, unemployment. Mm. Uh, It could even be a result of your staff and team falling ill. Now, obviously, some businesses will feel the effects more than others. And the question we need to ask is, will coronavirus be the last pandemic or global crisis that we experience? Unlikely. There's always going to be the next thing on the horizon. So should we as business owners allow this to crush us and our appetite for taking calculated risk? Well, most certainly not. But we have to look for the silver lining in times of difficulty and uncertainty. And we may have to dig really deep in this instance, but the silver lining or or the business lesson, so to speak, is there. So for some business owners, this will actually be an opportunity to grow their business as a result of this health crisis because it will sort of force you and your business to confront challenging circumstances which you may feel are insurmountable, but it will simply force you to deal with the crisis head on. And this is an opportunity for business owners to ensure that they have robust plans and forecasts built into their business operations going forward. And Cheryl, as a result of a crisis, I think businesses will really benefit from observing how their business was operating and performing prior to the event. Yes. And we suggest that you identify, uh, you know, it could be several areas in your business that need improvement Mm. because one of the most important things you can do when dealing with or recovering from a disaster affecting business is to look for improvement opportunities and to establish a continuous improvement process. And implementing a continual improvement program in your business will ensure that all key business resources are being utilized efficiently and effectively. And it will also help ensure that your business not only responds to changing business conditions, but actually prospers in these conditions. There are many activities that can be reviewed and undertaken to improve the overall performance of your business. And this is something that we'll be talking about in upcoming episodes of Small Business All Figured Out. We'll be talking about the value of a business health check and business continuity planning, because Mm. I think this is really important now for all businesses. Correct. And we're not anywhere near the end of this pandemic just yet. But there are many lessons to be learnt and these lessons should be included into your ongoing business plan or operations. So, for example, you may have found the need to to develop a disaster management and recovery plan for future events. You may also have learnt that to mitigate the risk of losing hard copy financial records in a disaster, you may want to use cloud-based accounting software. And nobody could have predicted the events in the last few weeks and recovering from a disaster can be a drawn out process, especially if you haven't planned for such a situation. And the reality is that some businesses simply won't recover from this disaster. So those business owners who regularly plan and forecast, especially around cash flow, they will have the clear view of the journey ahead and they are the ones who will be equipped to take a more proactive approach in light of of this situation. So that does bring us to the end of this special episode regarding how to plan around the potential impacts that your business may be facing in this coronavirus pandemic. So to recap, we mentioned strategies that you could implement for your staff to enable remote work. And we talked about the other considerations you should be thinking about, such as alternative supply chain options, cash flow forecasting, and business continuity planning. And if you like this episode, please subscribe to Small Business All Figured Out. And if you know someone else who will get value out 
out of it, please go ahead and share it. You can find our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thanks for listening and bye for now.